Teams are male. Ah. And flight cases are... It's kind of like male jewellery, I guess. It's like boys, boys and their toys, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like male jewellery. You know, the, 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 the girls tend to... Majority of the psychics and the sensitives and the, um, the empath- empathic um, are, are the females. Uh, yeah. Or is it just that that's it's... how it's worked? No, it, it, it comes down to why men barbecue and they don't cook. Uh, that doesn't work in our house. Yeah, well, it works in the majority of houses. Because <laughs> I barbecue and we both Yeah, don't. well, you shouldn't be barbecuing whilst wearing a rubber suit. No, you shouldn't be barbecuing no. in the rain either, but that's beside the point. But uh, I think it's just a case of... I think there is still this gender divide in that it's kind of... It's kind of a legacy, I think, of, you know, how we grew up. You know, boys had t- tool sets and action man yeah. and women had dolls and cookery sets. And things have changed so much that it will inevitably, hopefully, um, alter as the years go on. And we will see more of a... Uh, an equalisation of roles because what's what's always overlooked, people always assume that ghost hunters are men, in actual fact as I said before, the majority are female mm. but that's not a recent thing, historically right the way back in the 1880s when the Society for Psychical Research was founded uh, several of its leading investigators, several of its leading uh, members were female and the female contribution to psychical research is immense and so it's something that's actually carried on through the years and yeah really people you know you, you see you see these ideas of um oh well you know it's male dominated and it's white male privilege and blah blah but it's actually completely untrue um it, this is something that uh, certainly within uh, psychical research there are a lot of men there are an awful lot of women as well and it's probably about a fairly even split. And that has been historically always the case. Yeah, it's strange. It isn't a, 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 you know, a recent innovation. But there are still differences in the roles in the teams. You know, the boys are the ones who are playing with the flight cases and the, the, the gadgets. But not in every... I mean, there are some, some uh, female tech, tech teams, as well, tech experts in the teams. But they are, they are really... You know, if, if somebody's playing with the gadgets... Um, you know, you say, who's this the flight case? Nine out of ten times, it's 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 the, the bloke. Yeah. Um, usually, the you know the twenty to forty techie guy, he's the one with the Apple Watch. He's the one with uh, you know the cameras. Uh, he's our tech expert. So, was is it the same with your group? Because I mean, yeah, I know you've got your own ghost hunting group. Is it the same in that? No. No, actually, um, <laughs> it's quite funny because um, originally uh, the tech expert we didn't we never had a tech expert, but it was it was a fifty fifty role between myself and Anne. Ah. Um, we were both techies. Now I can imagine Anne actually being. She's really very sort of very. I mean, she 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 spent a day. Toys and the fight boxes and the bits and gadgets and stuff. Uh, well, she spends her entire, you know, she spends most of her days um, c- controlling and um, programming ro- a robot. So, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's um, kind of inevitable. No, uh, our team is again, it's it's about a fifty-fifty mix uh, mix of um, sexes, genders. Um, 
and everybody just you know we've never really considered gender roles in parascience no because it's one of those i would have thought it's one of them areas where it's not needed Oh, I, I don't know many occupations where it is needed, uh, except in the media where it seems to be, where, I don't mean the media as a, as a profession, I mean except in the media where they seem to make a big deal about it, when in reality it's actually not a big deal in real life, mm. or, or in my limited experience of life. But that's another subject, so that's one for Ronnie's rants, actually. I'm going to have some... Should we have some music and... Um, and then we, we shall return to this momentarily. Yes. This is, uh, of course, The West Files, in case you're thinking that this is back-to-back and we're not playing any music. After all the cream had gone, then we had to. Oh, it took hours to clean up after the mess afterwards. You just well, wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah, that was stupid to do that. And oh, we're back. Oh, we're back. Yeah. So you are listening to the West Files on the, a Thursday night, the second Thursday of the month, our new slot. Um, in case you tuned in for back to back and you think, well, I can hear Ronnie and I can hear Steve, but I can't yeah. hear any music except Bob Dylan, of course. Um. Where is back to back? Well, that'll be on the last Monday of the month now because New Year. We've been in that slot, you know. We've been occupying that slot now for what Monday night? Three years coming on. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, time for a change. Yeah, do something different. 
So, yeah, that was Bob Dylan. And, you know, this computer, I'm sure tonight, is haunted. I'm sure the building's haunted as well. But, um, yeah, while Bob Dylan's playing, the computer is telling me it's the best of Blondie. Really? Yeah, figure that one out. You've had, you've had problems there tonight, haven't you? It's just... I, it's one of them. I'll tell you, this building... I wonder if it's got a ghost. Yeah, and for you to say that. No, I was only wondering if it had a ghost. <laughs> Maybe we still got to come up. We said, "Well, we have, haven't we? We've we've got a plan for uh, our birthday bash." Oh, we have got a plan because yeah. the West Files is three years old in April, and we're we're working on a plan. Um, yeah, we we might we might have to adapt the plan um, depending well, on that's not on surprising. lockdown and what happens between now and April. But um, we'll we'll give it a shot. Oh yeah, it will be fine. Yeah. So where were we? We're back. We were, we were, I don't know. Where were we? Where were you? You were on the sofa with a bottle of with a bottle of studio. milk stout. Believe it or not, I'm actually on water tonight. Oh Jesus! And uh, scary, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, can't you send somebody out to the offy? No, I've got I've got enough of a bar in the kitchen. I'm just on water tonight. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I thought I'd better scare. Yeah, my you boy. need to dilute the alcohol once in a while. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah go yeah. on. You were you were about to. Yeah, we, we've talked right, about yeah. um, you, you, your writing mm. um, and, you know, where, where that's progressing. But you also, apart from here at Pure West Radio, you also do a lot of other shows. You've done television and radio. You do radio show in America. How did you get into that? <laughs> yeah. What happened? I, yeah. <laughs> Sure, it was so many years ago, I've forgotten. Um, I don't know. I think, I, well, I do. I, I mean, I remember years, uh, 30 years ago, 35 years ago, we were doing an investigation and the local BBC, local radio station, I think it was, um, got wind of it. And they sent a cub reporter out with um, one of these. It, but it was, so, it was so long ago, they had an underarm reel-to-reel recorder goodness and uh, they they were just looking for an and finally amusing ghost story you know it was getting close to halloween i guess yeah and um i think a couple of months later they asked again and uh, you know once you get in the little black book you know every time they want somebody to comment on a ghost or particularly around halloween and they want a spooky story they start ringing you up and then they share your number with other people and Um, but it's it's a bit far. I mean, doing the show because I mean I know normally you would have gone out there to America. I mean, how did you get involved with a show in America when you were over here? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, again, I was I, I started off as a guest. Uh, I'd been a guest on the show twice in the preceding year. This was 2011, and um, the then co-host because the show is an international show and that's the idea of the show you have a presenter host in america and you have one in in the uk and the uk co-host of the show uh, had occasions when they they weren't available and um i'd been on the show a couple of times as a guest they they obviously thought i was coherent and had the perfect uh, face for radio and so they they said can you do a couple of stand-ins you know can you um like be the stunt double co-host yeah. so i accepted and then over the over the next f- six months or so the 
original co-host. Um, their work took them increasingly away from the show, and eventually they said, we just don't have the time anymore. Mm. And then it was, um, yeah, the phone rang. Well, actually, it was an email. And can you, uh, would you like to make this a permanent arrangement for a little while? Which nine years, while nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to the shows, I mean, all right, we, we, you know, we know we've talked before about you on, you know, Most Haunted and, yeah. you know, other little programs yeah. and stuff that you've done. Yeah. But do the shows, the, 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 you know, sort of shows differ when you're doing radio shows as opposed to... Oh, I love radio. I, there are two things I enjoy most. One, radio, live radio. Two um, Huh? Planes. No, I'm too, oh. that, yeah, that's the other thing. Shut up, we don't talk about well, This is the West Files. This isn't Aeroplane Spotters Weekly. Well, you could be looking for UFOs. <sighs> could be. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Live radio and live television. I hate pre-recorded, edited stuff because that's where, that's where you can be made to say things that you don't want to say. And that was one of the one of the traps that you could fall into on Most Haunted if you weren't careful. Uh, you could you could very quickly fall into the editing trap of um, of Most Haunted because obviously the show isn't live except for the yeah. live editions of the show. Yeah, um, it was all recorded and then it was edited later from the twenty something hours that you were there. Yeah, and if you even if you paused when you were speaking. You that was sufficient for the um, editing team to remove part of a sentence oh, and change the yeah you have to be very very careful and so you learnt you learnt to use the live production um, right because they can't edit you no so that's that's why I enjoyed the live stuff because it's. You ask a question, you get an answer. Um, and you can go further with that answer. I can expand that answer, or I can cut it short if I don't want to. Yeah. So, I mean, the radio show, I mean, obviously, it's... it's how, how does it work? I mean, because, you you know, obviously you're over here... And Actually, it's 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 easier than, than this because I don't have to go out in the cold. <laughs> oh, bless you. We have, we have the main production studios in... Tyler, Texas. Right. We have, and they control everything. Um, they have the US co-host uh, in Boston. And right. we have me out here in the land of the Red Dragon. So and the, they dial us... They discuss c- the same things, though? Uh, no, no. It's, 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 a sl- it's a similar but different format. I mean, it's got to be because you, you're dealing with two different, completely different audiences. You know, there are, there are similarities between the Americans and the English, but or the British, but there are many, many... We are two nations separated by a common language. Mm. And um, that can cause its own unique and interesting problems sometimes. Ah. Because... Is ghost hunting... I mean, how how do the Americans... are, Are they more... Eager to do the ghost hunting. Oh God, yeah. I mean, they are they are your archetypal <laughs> Americans. Yeah. I mean, 
we we are British. We are you know we we are possibly a little more laid back, a little slower, in, methodical in our approach. Maybe not quite as you know enthusiastic. But Americans, they you know they they sort of dive headfirst into this. They've got combat, you know, ghost gear. They 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 treat the whole thing like a paramilitary exercise in many cases, and they are you know completely in your face, full volume, max eleven all of the time. Oh my god! And it can be what what's really quite funny though um, is the language difference and it's not the words that are different or the meanings of the words that are different yeah we can all be amused by the americans difference of words like fanny pack yeah means two completely different things yeah. on different sides of the atlantic yeah. and those jokes were thin very quickly but we were brought up on you know, as we grew up, we had American um, soap opera, we had American cop series, we had American kids cartoons. The British can understand the American accent. Yeah. It's really quite, you know, they talk fast, they talk loud, but we can yeah. understand them. Um, they can't understand us because they don't have British, t- or they didn't have very much British television. And the, <coughs> the British talk s- more slowly mm. and slightly lower in pitch than the americans and they don't understand half of what we say (laughs) (laughs) but they i mean i've been out um to america my my daughter-in-law is american my son married her oh i'm sorry um and but they do love a british accent oh god yeah um one of the I mean, things I, was, I can remember, I was dragged around everywhere. Yeah, if so, you listen to me so. on this show and then you listen to me on Ghost Chronicles International, I sound slightly different. And whenever I'm in America, I deliberately change the way you speak because I discovered very early on on my first trip to America, twenty five, thirty years ago, um, that American, particularly some of the big American stores, they have con- staff concessionary discounts that they can offer to customers for different reasons. And there are certain words and phrases and the way that you say things will always, will virtually always guarantee you the discount. Ah. So when you go, when, when we used to go into Sears or Macy's, you would always go and say, oh, good, good afternoon. Uh, I wonder if you can help me. Um, I'm looking for, a, are you British? Well, <laughs> I don't know how quite you guessed that, but uh, yes, actually <laughs> I am. I love I, the, have... I love your accent. I can That's you say it, cup yeah. of tea? What like cup of tea? <laughs> I've got have my tw- have my ten percent staff discount. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I must admit that the the weirdest one was like um, my mate came out with me and he he's Welsh born and bred, and of course they were going, oh, you're from England? No, Wales. Yeah, that's in England. No, no, it's worse than that. Americans don't understand. England is the one of of the four nations that suffers most because Americans call us all Brits. Yes. And they know that there are Scottish and Irish and Welsh. Yes. And that, but so it's, oh, you're Scottish, oh, you're Irish, oh, you're Welsh, oh, you're a Brit. Yeah. They don't... But he wasn't getting that. He was was getting the fact uh, that... You know, you're from London. It was like, and he was getting. Oh, that's one accent the Americans don't like. That that Dick Van Dyke London, yeah, or Mary Poppins, yeah, or or the EastEnders family sorted. They hate that accent. They love love the the uh, the Irish, the lilt of the Irish, because half of them think that they're bloody Irish anyway. (laughs) Um, The Welsh Valleys one isn't so popular, but 
you know, the North Walian ones, the softer accents are nice. But They're I like, think that's that's the same though with with us over here. I mean, certain American accents. I mean, you've got the softer ones that are, you know, you could just sit and listen to all day, and then you've got the other ones which you like, you just want oh. to scratch the face off, you know. Um, because it's just so harsh and so nails down the that black yeah, Like thing. the New York one. Uh, oh, right, we better don't go away. This hasn't turned into the linguistic show. This is, in fact, oh. uh, The West Files. And coming up very soon, um, after Aha, in fact, we have time uh-huh. to turn off the lights because coming up at 10 o'clock, we have a half-hour ghost uh, investigation that was recorded quite a few years ago at RAF Bircham Newton. And it's really quite spooky. So, um, yeah, if the kids are up, put them to bed. To bed. Yeah. But uh, let's have a little music and then we shall return.
This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Live from our studios in Haverford West. This is Pure West Radio. And this is The West Files. And, and I co- need to give a very, very quick shout-out to Keith Blackwell listening to us from Montana, USA. Hello, Keith! And he says we understand you. Yeah. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> do listen do listen in to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet Radio where you will hear me doing my outrageously British accent but good to hear you in Montana I believe they've got a lot of snow out there in Wyoming and Montana mm. I think 24 feet of snow in Wyoming anyway, um, yeah coming up now because I'm going to talk really quickly to uh, to get onto this which is uh, this we're going to go to the Enfield Paranormal Research Group who in the 1970s conducted an investigation at RAF Birchim Newton an old war wartime uh, bomber airfield I'm going to leave it to them to tell you what happened um, but do listen and don't get too scared and uh, so you got on. It is difficult for many people to believe in ghosts, and this is understandable, for we tend to accept 